Welcome to the Brand Design Masters podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build the skills you need to design bulletproof brands for yourself, your business, and for the clients and customers you serve. And now, here's Philip. The following podcast comes from a live stream I did recently. Many of you have requested that I make my live streams available as audio so you can listen to them on the go. So I am now republishing some of my most popular live streams as podcasts to make that possible. I share a boatload of valuable tips, tools, methods, and processes on my live streams, and I want to make sure that you don't miss a thing. Now, you may hear me make references to slide visuals, which you obviously can't see on a podcast, or to live stream viewers' comments and questions. But that just comes with the territory and generally won't detract from the value of the content, I assure you. And as always, if you like this episode, please take a moment to provide a star rating or review on your favorite podcast listening platform, or better yet, share the episode on social or with a friend or a colleague. And with that, let's jump into the episode. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing today? So what we're going to be talking about today is we are going to be talking about social media marketing goals. Social media and marketing is complex. It's a complex subject. And a lot of us as creative professionals and agency owners and branding and marketing people, we talk to our clients a lot about social media marketing. We might be creating graphics or assets for them for social media marketing. We might be developing social media marketing plans or helping them develop certain platforms visually or through content. There are a lot of moving parts in social media, but one of the things about being able to sell in social media work is you have to be able to equate that work of social media with the achievement of business goals. So businesses don't want to do social media unless they can get some sort of return on that investment, some sort of quantifiable or qualifiable return on the work and the money that they are putting into their social media efforts. What I'm going to be talking about today is really clarifying for you what are the business goals that can be achieved through social media marketing? And then what are the social activities that you have to do in order to achieve those business goals? Finally, what I'm going to be talking about in each one of these examples is what are the metrics? What is the ROI of that social media activity? So you have to put these three pieces together. It's really important. You have to define what the business goal is that your client is going to be, or you, if you're a personal brand and doing this marketing for yourself, what is the business goal that you're seeking to achieve? What is that social media activity, that marketing activity that you have to engage in in order to meet that business goal? And then what do the results look like on, for that particular business goal? What's the return on investment? What are the metrics that you have to look at? That's what we're going to be putting together. And as a creative pro, you've got to be able to describe and articulate in a very clear fashion to your clients this exact thing. So this is why this is really important to you guys and why it's really helpful to know it and to be able to communicate it to your clients. Because You can tell them to do all sorts of things, spend money with you, do design, create thumbnails, develop new platforms, all sorts of stuff that's going to get you work, but you can't convince them to do it unless you can articulate what the business goal is that they're going to achieve from it and then how they're going to be able to tell that they're achieving that business goal. All right. So what are the five business goals that you can achieve with social media marketing? They are 
Number one, brand awareness. I'm going to get into more depth about what these things are. Number two is thought leadership. Number three, word of mouth marketing. Number four is leads, getting people coming in. Number five, sales, getting that money coming in. Those are the kind of the five key business goals that you can hang your hat on for social media marketing. All right. Now we're going to dive into each one of these business goals and talk about what that business goal is, what it really means, what that, what does brand awareness mean? And then we're going to talk about what you do on social to achieve that goal. And then what do the metrics look like? So you ready to dive in for this? All right, let's do it. Let's talk about business goal number one, brand awareness. What is brand awareness? Brand awareness is people knowing who you are, people recognizing and knowing of your brands or your client's brand's existence. Throughout this presentation, when I'm saying the brand, it could be you if you're doing this marketing for yourself, or it could be your clients. Okay. So just that's an overarching statement that goes through this whole kind of information I'm going to be sharing with you. Okay, so business goal number one is brand awareness. For people to know who you are, I talk a lot about the three R's. Any of you follow me a lot, you know this. Recognized, remembered, and revered. So recognized is brand awareness and remembered too. So to know who you are and to recognize you, to know your brand, know your look, know your feel, know your tone of voice, know about your products, know about your services, recognize your logo when they see it, recognize your brand colors, recognize your design style. Brand awareness is knowing of your existence. And what is the social goal for brand awareness? The social goal is reach. What reach is, is your digital real estate. Where are you? What are the number of platforms that you are on? How broad is your brand ecosystem? What is your published range? Are you on Medium? Are you on industry sites? Are you on major blogs? Are you on all of the social media channels? How do you engage on those social media channels? So to achieve brand awareness in social media, you have to go for reach. Now, that doesn't mean, and I'm not advocating for the fact that every company has to be on every platform. That actually is not the way any company should go about it. You should try to be on a platform super deep until you get traction and then expand slowly over time. Major brands, Coca-Cola, P&G, Wendy's, huge brands are on every platform in one way, shape, or form because they have huge teams to do it. But smaller medium-sized businesses generally don't have the assets in order to go deep on a huge range of platforms. But in terms of brand awareness, you want to find out where your consumer is, show up there. But to achieve awareness, you have to show up very constantly, very consistently, very regularly, and you have to expand your reach across channels over time. And the metrics of success when you get that reach is total impressions. Impressions are when people see you. People see something having to do with your brand, whether that's a piece of content, whether that's a comment that you made on someone else's post, whether that's a piece of paid advertising. That is how advertising generally is quantified. It's the number of impressions. For instance, when people are selling billboards, they're selling billboards next to a highway. The highway department knows how many people travel down that billboard a day or down that highway a day. 
And so the advertising company who sells billboard space knows how many brand impressions they are going to get their, their advertisers, the people who sell that billboard space too. They know that their brand impressions are going to be 250,000 brand impressions. And so that is how you quantify brand, brand awareness. And this is done through clicks. It's done through reads. It's done through comments. It's done through shares and visitors, traffic to a site or views of a video or listens of a podcast. That is impressions. It doesn't have to be that they're listening or watching or seeing the whole thing, but if they even clicked on it, if they even got the impression of your brand, that is success in terms of brand awareness. All right. So that is the business goal of brand awareness and how you get there. Let's talk about the second goal. The second goal is thought leadership. It's credibility. It's attraction. It's the value and experience and reverence that people have for you. In the three R's, it is being remembered. So it is establishing a beachhead of credibility in the market, in the social milieu. You want to put your knowledge, your expertise on display in a visible way. And the social goal, what you're going to achieve on social, is you're going to get comments, you're going to get inbound links, volume of the curated content that you put out, the volume of the original content that you put out, the amount of social sharing that you do through content, through news, valuable info, resources that you're putting out into the world and providing value to your viewers or your followers or your subscribers. That is how you establish thought leadership. And so if you're looking for thought leadership as a business goal, then you have to engage in outputting content through volume of content, original content, curated content. And the social sharing of that content or the posting of that content, whether it's even just on your own website. Now, the metrics of the success of doing that, the return on investment, these are things like people mentioning your brand in their own blog posts or content, people using your original content as their curated content. It could be mentions. It could be them backlinking on their blog to something on your blog. It could be requests of your company or your brand for guest posting on someone else's blog. It could be partnership requests to work on projects together or to do joint ventures together. It could be increases in traffic on your website. Establishing a level of credibility that people are trusting what it is that you're doing. And so the metrics of the return on the investment is that level of trust. It's that know and trust aspect. So you're establishing a level of thought leadership. You are providing value through content and information to your viewers. And then the return on investment of that is brand affinity, essentially. It's the trust level of believing that you are offering great value and that you are a thought leader. This episode of the Brand Design Masters podcast is sponsored by Bring Your Own Laptop. BYOL.me is a top-tier Adobe application video training website featuring Daniel Scott. 
Daniel's a certified Adobe trainer and keynote speaker at the Adobe Max conference every year. At byol.me forward slash Philip, you can learn everything from the basics to advanced aspects of your favorite Adobe applications, all for one low monthly subscription fee. Visit byol.me forward slash Philip, P-H-I-L-I-P. Again, that's byol.me forward slash Philip. I just know you're going to be amazed at Bring Your Own Laptops courses. Moving on to business goal number three. Business goal number three is word of mouth. There is no more important marketing tool than word of mouth. People trust people more than they trust brands. It's hard to get people to share about your brand through word of mouth, but when you can get them to do that, it is the strongest indicator of success in terms of your marketing, but also it is the strongest motivation for people that they're sharing that information to, to take action. People trust the opinions and the feedback of other people much more than they ever trust a brand talking about themselves because all brands are nothing but self-interest. But as soon as you get that endorsement of someone who's gotten value from your product or service, and then they are sharing that with their network, their friends, their family, that is the gold standard of branding and of marketing is to establishing word of mouth. You want to create brand evangelists. These are people who are evangelizing the value of your brand. In the three R's, this is the revered part. So we have recognized, brand awareness, remembered, and revered. Revered is that value. And so what does that look like? What do you have to do in terms of a social goal? What is the social goal in word of mouth? It is essentially the social version of word of mouth, which is people sharing your content. Either they're using your original content as their curated content, they're sharing that content. Essentially, it is your audience propelling your brand forward for you. So it could be you showing up in other people's blog posts. It could be people talking about your brand in in comments or referring to you. It could be, and this is usually the easiest one to achieve, which is putting out content that's shareable, that is very easy for people to pass on. And being a, the metric of being able to capture that is by looking at reshares. So it's reshares of your videos, forwards and shares of your tweets. It's people posting your podcast or sharing your podcast on a website. A lot of this can be found in your Google Analytics by looking at your web traffic. Another thing that you can set up in Google Analytics is to be notified when you are mentioned in an RSS feed in any kind of web traffic that you get a notification about that. For instance, when people post an article about me or mention me in a a blog or something like that, I get a notification from Google that's happened. So I can judge and I can track how I'm getting out there. And so you really want to look at reshares. You really want to look at traffic. Those are the metrics and the ROI around essentially word of mouth in social media marketing. Business goal number four is leads. Now we're getting down to the brass tacks, right? Now we're getting down to a warm lead. People who are interested. They may not have bought yet, but they're interested. And that is the gold standard of any kind of marketing. These are prospective clients. These are potential sales. 
what is the social goal? So what do you have to achieve? The social goal of getting leads is you want people to fill out the contact form on your website. You want them to email you directly. You want them to DM you on LinkedIn or Facebook, or they, you want people to be reaching out to you. You want them to, to fill out your pop-up, to get on your email list, to basically sign up to hearing about you. So the metrics that would be involved in this would be things like form fills, how many form fills are happening on your website, how many people are filling out that contact form, how many people are joining your email list, how many people are DMing you directly, how many people are calling your company, how many people are getting in touch with your sales team or you if you are the sales team, what kind of email inquiries are you getting, what is that lead traffic, how much lead traffic are you getting. So the business goal is leads, but the social goal is getting people to fill out that form on the website. It could also be lead magnet downloads. So that is a form of a lead. If people are going to your website, filling out the email form and getting a lead magnet or signing up to the email list in order to get through to some gated content, some white papers or stuff like that, that is, that is a metric, a quantifiable metric of leads of the social activity that leads to leads. Finally, business goal number five is sales. This is the really big one, right? This is the big kahuna. Sales, revenue, sales of products, sales of services. That's the business goal. So what do you have to do on social in order to do that? You have to drive people to the website. You have to drive people to the sales page, to the contact form. They have to actually exhibit some sort of purchase intent. They have to fill their cart with something. They have to book a paid call with you. It could be a serious outreach in terms of a request for a proposal, right? An RFP. It could be the delivery of that product or service if it's not digital, if it's a physical kind of product or service. And the metrics of that, how you judge that, those sales are literally sales volume. How much are you selling? How many hours are you consulting? How much? How many products are you delivering? How many subscriptions to your software service are being made? How many of those leads from business goal number two are you actually converting into final sales? How are you converting prospects into active clients? So the goal that you can achieve through social media marketing is sales. How you do that is by driving people to the website, driving people to contact forms, driving people to lead magnets. And you do that through social media. You do that through posting on social media, either paid advertising, you do it through content, you do it through teasers of downloadable lead magnets, you drive people towards your site. These five business goals, brand awareness, thought leadership, word of mouth marketing, leads and sales can all be accomplished through branding. Branding is what creates brand awareness. It is what creates thought leadership. It helps you be recognized, to be remembered, to be valued. And those are the returns on investment of branding. They also, branding and brand strategy in particular, when you communicate what it is you do, who you're doing it for, how you're better, how you're different. When those things are clearly articulated through branding, through the brand voice, through copy communication, through the brand identity, 
when those things are communicated clearly, then your customer target, your customer profile, they can understand why and when they should come to you. And if it's not done strategically or done in a very haphazard way, people are confused. Or worst case scenario, people, every time they come across the brand on a different platform, they might not recognize it if the branding isn't consistent, if the colors aren't consistent, if the tone of voice isn't consistent, if the theme of the copy or the content isn't consistent, if the value they're delivering, the problem they're solving isn't consistent, then they're not going to know what to come to the brand for, and they might not even recognize the brand every time that they come across it in the market. So those are just some of the things that branding solves and is the return on investment of doing branding, is clarity in the consumer's mind about who you are, where they can find you, what you do, why you're better, why you're different, what your products and services are, who you are for, what you believe in. Branding communicates all of those things on a lot of different levels, and that is the return on investment. And if you want to talk about specific metrics, quantifiable metrics, meaning things you can count, or qualifiable metrics, which are emotional underpinnings, So what is the best platform to be on for your audience? A very good way to determine that is to look at your competition or look at the brand that you're working with's competition. Where is the competition showing up? What are they doing there? There is a reason why the competition is doing what they're doing. They have obviously done some testing. They have tried a whole bunch of stuff and they are leveraging and expanding what works. Marketing is not a super exact science when it comes to that. You have to show up places, you have to do stuff, and then what gets tracked and what gets success, you expand that, and when you hear crickets, you sunset that. It's trial and error to an extent. You can go into a marketing plan with a lot of research so you have an idea of how and where to start and what to do, but you will always be testing. Even the largest corporations in the world try new things and test them out and see what works and see what doesn't. But a very easy and quick way to find out what platform you should be on is to try to find people who are like you, who are what you're aspiring to or what the brand is of your client and who they, your client brand, aspires to be when they grow up and see what those companies are doing. Where are they? What platforms are they on? And the other way to do that is to get a really, really clear picture of who the customer target is. What is the profile? What is the avatar of their customer, whether it's your customer or your client's customer? Because once you get into that person specifically, their lifestyle, their wants, their needs, you can determine where it is that they spend their time. Do they spend their time on Facebook? Do they spend it on Instagram? By getting really clear about your customer, that can also help dictate where you show up because it's where they're hanging out. And that's it. So it's really been great seeing you. Great hanging out with you. Take care. Have a good one. If you'd like to help support the Brand Design Masters podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you want to stay up to date on all our content, products, courses, and live video shows, head over to philipvandusen.com slash muse and sign up for the Brand Muse newsletter. That's where we share all the latest news, resources, articles, books, and videos that we recommend to help you build and improve your creative practice, personal brand, and business. That's philipvandusen.com slash muse, M-U-S-E. 
Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.